Welcome to The Open Door. This is a podcast of the Nazarene Collective as we go on a 21-day journey of prayer and fasting. In all 21 episodes, we hope to encourage you along the way with thoughts, reflections, stories, and intentional prayers the tribe will be praying together. So whether this is the first thing you do in the morning, just part of your commute to work, a few moments on your lunch break, or how you choose to end your day, we invite you to slow down, reflect, pray, and be present with open hearts that anticipate discovering God's open doors. Well, welcome to day 15 of the 21-day uh, Open Door Podcast, and it has been just an incredible journey so far. We hope it's been a good experience for you, not just only the podcast, but what you are experiencing as you spend these 21 days in prayer and fasting. Well, today we are continuing a personal story uh, that we started yesterday. So if you have not listened to the Day 14 podcast, go ahead and hit pause and go back, listen to that first. Um, But today we're going to be continuing our conversation with Adam Keller as he has just allowed us to get a, just appear into the part of his own spiritual journey as he walked through open doors that eventually brought him to VNC. And man, you just, you need to go back and listen to yesterday if you, if you haven't done so. Um, Where we're going to pick up in the conversation today is the, the fact that Adam has already walked through that open door that brought him to VNC and has been here since, man, was it, is it May? Uh, May 7th, yeah. Yeah, May of 2022. Now we're in 23. And, and he, so he has gotten to experience a dose of Northwest Indiana in all its glory, although not much snow. You're missing out on all that, man. Yeah, that's totally fine. That's not breaking your heart? Not breaking my heart. But like we said yesterday, missing the sunshine, that's, that's a big deal, regardless of the temperatures. Yeah, definitely. Well, since you've been here, uh, you have been just diving, man. You you pretty much dove straight into ministry, didn't you? Absolutely. I ministry was always a part of my life. Um, like I said yesterday, uh, I was in. I grew up in a in a ministry household, and my family planted a church when I was eleven and launched it when we were twelve. I was twelve, so it was always something. I was on you know district NYI boards. I was you know chaplain for my high school. I w- I just did I did a lot of things. Um, took every opportunity that I had. But when it came to coming here, I graduated from college on Saturday, May 7th. Right. I had the graduation graduation ceremony that morning. I went to my apartment, finished packing up the last box of the things that I had used the night before, uh, put those in the moving truck, went to a friend's open house, and then came back and moved to Valparaiso. And so you graduated from Olivet Nazarene University. Yes. Did all that, and then within a few days, you were heading back to Olivet, but it was not as a to, student this time. Yeah, so I <laughs> uh, I moved there Saturday. First day uh, was Monday, and then Thursday was leading uh, the the trip to Celebrate Life because Morgan, you know, being district president, had to go on Wednesday. Stephanie was the Celebrate Life coordinator, had to go on Wednesday. So then there's me with a bunch of youth volunteers that I have never met. And a bunch of teens that I have never met, uh, and then very graciously you, uh, who were who was helping out. But then I went back to Olivet for Celebrate Life uh, as as a youth pastor, not not student. So um, there's a bunch of people who had not quite left yet from campus, and they're like, "Hey, welcome back!" And I was like, "Yep." <laughs> oh man, I still remember that day. I mean, you 
I felt like we were throwing you in the old sheep to wolves thought. I mean, we mm. were just throwing you out there and we were in the carport and you had volunteers on the left and right and everybody had some their own opinions on how we should proceed with getting all these kids transported. And I thought you handled it beautifully, knowing that everyone around you, for the most part, was a stranger. Yeah. And you were going to have to act in this leadership position with a group of people you're still trying to get to know. I thought you handled it beautifully. Well, thank and you. I, I'm glad that. once you got there, you had the relief of, okay, now I got Morgan and Stephanie. We're all together in this at this point. But Yeah, that was super nice. Man, dove in. You did a mission trip that summer, I believe. Yeah, we went to Puerto Rico. Yeah. So, I mean, you were hopping in right away into ministry. So, So since May to now... Um, you've probably learned a lot about yourself. You've learned oh, a, yeah. lot, a lot about ministry. Yeah. Um, there's so, and there's still so much to learn. But in this window of time, what has been the most affirming to you in your decision to trust God and walk through that door and come to VNC? Man, I mean, where do I start? There has been so much, so many ways that God has just blessed me in this. Um, you know, I look back and think about there's so many ways of so quickly finding people that um, I not only got along with, but cared about me instantly hmm. uh, and and we, and decided quickly, I am going to take an interest in this person and I'm going to help this person. And, you know, you were, were, were one of those people and have been incredible, uh, but just so many people. Of, of the people on staff here and the people in the congregation have just been so incredibly loving and kind and generous uh, in many ways with their time, with their words uh, in being God's hands and feet um, and, and helping to affirm all of those things. But there's been many things along the way that have been a, a affirmation, but and sometimes a quick affirmation. Um, I think the first one that comes to mind was while we were at celebrate life, I realized rather quickly that Morgan and I work very well together um, of just, there was something that clicked. Uh, and then later the following week we went and got coffee and just felt comfortable enough to share about parts of our lives and where we were at, where we, where we stood on certain things um, and found out we're in alignment um, and have become good friends uh, but we, that was, that was confirmed when we, during the summer intramurals, we had someone who was, came in be, to be a, a guest speaker. And after it, they, they came up to Morgan and I, and they were like, my goodness, you guys are, you work really well together. How long have you guys been working together? Expecting to hear like five, six years. And we said, um, two months. <laughs> and he was like, stop. Are you joking? You guys, you just work so well together. It's, it's incredible. Two, two months. Are you serious? And then we told the story and he's like, wow, that's amazing. That can't be anything else but God. And I was like, I think you're right. But there's been a lot of things that God has just been blessing. You know, relationships with students where I was told by some, some pastor friends and mentors that were just trying to prepare me for the possibilities of things. Not saying, you know, we believe that you're going to go to VNC and things are going to be terrible. But just from their experience saying, you know, sometimes, sometimes teenagers, when they go through transition, can have the new person at an arm's distance. And that's not inherently bad, you know, but they were like, just so you know, if you come and they're a little hesitant, it's not because they dislike you. I did not find that at all. Mm. Not even a little bit. 
quickly within that first week and then within the next couple months, there were students who just embraced me. They're like, yeah, we like this guy. And that was incredibly encouraging to me of, I don't have to spend a year and a half trying to win them over. Mm-hmm. They, we just, it just worked. And, and I, I don't think that's anything else from God. I like to think I'm a likable person, but I'm not like that. I'm not that likable. <laughs> that, that had to be God moving. Um, and just in so many things, we, we decided to combine the youth groups instead of having a high school and a junior high youth group throughout the year. Uh, to, to to make that as a combination. And God has just been blessing that. There's been so many things, conversations I've had, people I've met, where you just will not convince me that this is not the door that God opened for me that I walked through. And anyway, I think there is a level of, I'm amazed that when you chose to walk through that door, you didn't fully know it was on the other side. You had some facts, you had some information, but even some of the things that you're telling me, things that had been said to you, were putting thoughts in your head of what you would experience, but you really didn't know. And what did you find? You found you found people to partner with in ministry. You found students to walk with, to walk with them in their own faith journey, and they receive you. And you found people along the way just to speak into your own life. I, I just think there's something beautiful when we're willing to be courageous enough to step through those open doors and walk through that. I also think back to um, one of the recent baptism services that you were a part of. Was that the first person you've ever baptized? Yeah. So how cool is that, man? The first person you got to baptize that you've been walking with, that you have been spending time and investing with, um, to me, just ongoing affirmation of you are walking through the door that God provided, and he is affirming that not only in your calling, but in relationships, and even, man, even just in the sense of being in his will. Absolutely. And find and out what that's like. With that, not only to be able to baptize one person, but two. Mm, that's true. Um, two people that I had met at that point just a couple months earlier. And to see the way that God was working in their lives of Matt and Max, of meeting Matt the morning we went to Puerto Rico, meeting Max through youth group, it was just amazing how quickly I got to see God moving. Hmm. And I recognize that it won't always be that way, that it won't always be quick. But man, that was amazing mm-hmm. to see these these two boys who I didn't know for, for years and years. But to be able to walk with them through as they were wrestling with the call that God has placed on their lives, and then to see them go from, I think I have this call, but I'm not sure, to I don't want to live my life any other way but following Jesus. Hmm. And I want everyone to know that. It's I think, been, I, I consider it nothing else but an honor. Yeah. I, I, I think that so often when we go through an open door, what we will find, part of what we will find on the other side is that is where God intersects our story with someone else. Mm. And so you even think of just those two young men that you baptized. I believe they had walked through some doors in their yep. trust and in their journey with Jesus. And sure enough, walking through those open doors, our stories intersect with someone else. And then, and then God does what God does with that. Yeah. I, I want to take just real quick thought from you as someone who's freshly walking through these doors. What would you speak into someone who's wrestling with stepping over that threshold? They, they may even see the open door, 
But man, they're just so nervous about walking through a door that they believe God is providing, but they're resistant at this point. What what, would you say to them? Uh, First, I've been there. So many times in my life have I been faced with a door that was open and on the other side, couldn't exactly see what it was. Knew that that was what God was calling me to do, but the the realities of the situation and the specifics of the situation and the practical stuff, which we tend to think about a lot, those were unknown. And I think back on every single one of those, I can now look back and say, yes, God was faithful. God was good. God showed up and showed me ways that he is faithful. And the thing that I have come to learn in my 23 years of life is that Hindsight is twenty twenty, and it is very, very easy to look back and see that God was faithful, but faith can often be blind and not ignorant or not knowing what, not, not having any idea, but taking that step of faith can be very, very scary. But the God who was calling you is the God who raised Jesus from the dead. And if he could do that, everything else is rock and roll. And if he is faithful to do that, and he's the one who saved us, and he is Lord, he is Savior, I just try and step back and think, who do I believe God is? Who do I believe that he can be? And just look at all of Scripture, all of my life, all of the people's lives around me, the ways that he has been faithful for them, trusting in faith that he will be faithful for me again. And if he calls you to something, you can bet, you can be assured, you can trust that he will be faithful to provide for you. And it may not look exactly 100% like what you thought it would, but he will be faithful every single time. So yeah, there's anxiety. Yes, there's fear. Yes, there's worry. Yes, there can be doubt. But God can handle that. God is more than capable of taking your worry, your doubt, and putting it on his shoulders and walking you through that door. I love it. Well, Adam, thank you for letting us get a a little bit deeper glimpse into your story and how God has been at work in you and through you. And uh, today, as far as a prayer prompt, I sort of got two today. I want us to, it it could be you have in these 21 days been walking through some open doors, and I just want to invite you to take a moment in your prayers and, well, let that hindsight be twenty twenty, and take a moment and just thank God for his goodness that he has shown to you after you had walked through that open door. And take a moment and praise him. Celebrate it. Celebrate what God is doing in your life. But also for maybe somebody else who you're hesitant, you just have that natural hesitation to not go through. Uh, today, I want you to pray for that courage. And we've said this a few times, but pray for the courage that God would give you to take a step into that open door. And I'll also well encourage you to pray for God to allow some of those intersections of stories and lives to unfold for you when you walk through into God's open door. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We just want to continue to invite you, whether you're at the Valparaiso campus or the Winnemac campus, to share your stories with us of what God is doing in your life in these 21 days. Send us an email at opendoor.com at valponaz.org. We'll see you tomorrow.